Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Level Up Cleveland. And this week, we got the guys in here from Mackin's Rock. Hello, hello. What's up, guys? Thanks for coming down. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for having, having us. us. Thanks for having us. All right, I'm going to introduce you guys from left to right. And uh, I'll explain that there's actually one guy that's going to be coming down in the next <laughs> segment. We've done that before, though. They're, they're pretty familiar with that. All right. First off, I have Jeff Davis. He's the guitar player. He does the backup vocals. Yep. Thank you. He's sitting in the pilot seat. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> How'd that happen? I don't know. <laughs> we got Chris Roberts next to him. He's a lead singer, vocalist, and a front man, basically. Yes, sir. It's a fun job. One of the fun jobs there in the yeah. band. I yes, listen. it is. And next to him, I got Nate Talifus, and he is the drummer. Yep. Yep. And, again, thank you guys for coming down, man. Yeah, thanks for having yes. us. Yeah. Now, you guys are more so, you guys are playing more so, like, southern, south of Cleveland, south of yeah. stuff like that. You guys, you said you were telling me earlier before, though. You guys are going to try to. You're trying to work your way up north a little more, sure, yeah. you, so people up here will probably. But there's people that listen to us and watch us, that, that are as far south as Columbus and stuff. So, right, right. yeah, that's pretty cool, man. You guys are doing more of a, a like a, a hard rock pop, not pop, but a hard rock. Like punk, it's punk it's pop a little bit. Yeah, it's yeah. like the yeah, little yeah, bit yeah. of the punk pop thing yeah. that was popular there, or it still is really. Yeah, I yeah, mean, right. it still it still is really popular. But that, but then you guys are mixing in like you said some Alice in Chains. You guys yeah, will do sometimes. So it's more of the grungy rock. But mm-hmm. what what about even like other rock? Is there? Do you ever do you ever like do a, a '90s Metallica song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have Inner Sandman. Man. Yeah, that's a huge hit. Um, yeah, we we have a very diverse range of songs. You know, we're we're doing a lot of the grunge, and then. You know, with Alice in Chains, uh, Pearl Jam, Nirvana, but then, you know, doing some of the pop punk from the mid 2000s, Bowling for Soup, Good Charlotte, Blink 182, Fallout uh, Boy song, Fallout yeah. Boy. Yeah. We just yeah, recently yeah, yeah. added. We we have a, a, quite a few Foo Fighters songs. Yeah. Just there are so Chili many peppers. good Foo Fighters songs. It's like Chili how do you pick, how, yeah. how do you pick? You know, right. just a couple. Uh, yeah, Chili Peppers, 311. Yeah, a lot of alternative mixes. System of a, as we go later in the night, we get into heavier stuff like System of a Down and Godsmack. And is that how you gear your sets? So you get heavier as the night goes on. Is that how you feel like the crowd? The crowd will. The the crowd does seem to enjoy that that route, and it's just kind of the natural way it goes with tuning changes and everything. Right. Trying to keep similar, you know. Tuning groupings together, groupings I, I together, yeah, like all the drop stuff at the end, you know, that kind of stuff. Oh, is that what you're doing? Basically, yeah. so, yeah. so that way you're not going back and forth as much, yeah. trying yeah. to keep everything all in, right. in groups like this, yeah. So, you guys do, I you know from what I can tell, you guys draw a pretty good crowd too. I mean, you guys are doing, you guys have only been doing this as, as a band together for what a year, a little over a year, probably. Practicing little for less than a year, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've been going, really, yeah, playing yeah. out for a little less. I think, I think May. Of, t- of last year was our first yeah, gig. So May, May 27th was our first mm-hmm. gig. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we've been practicing and getting together for a little over a year. Okay. I mean, Nate, for about a year, has been with us. But the three of us, uh, you know, Jesse, the bass player, Jeff, and I, we've been, you know, getting together and jamming for maybe oh. a year and a yeah, half over or a year, so. Yeah. So how did you decide to do this? Like, what was the decision? That you guys knew each other beforehand and said, let's get together and have a band? Or did you guys, one guy, have a band idea and start, get, you know, getting the pieces to make it happen? Or how, how does it happen? Origin story time. Yeah. Right yeah. This, this starts with Jeff. Yeah, I guess I, I guess so. So so Jesse, the bass player, is my brother-in-law. And I got him into playing bass. You know, I needed a bass player, right, because I play guitar. I've been playing for a long time. But uh, I needed a bass player. was having trouble finding a steady one, so... 
we taught him how to play bass. So oh. yeah, it was probably about five, six years ago, but Jesse is just phenomenal and just took up on it really fast. So he's an amazing bass player now. So him and I played together for a while. Um, neither of us could sing too well, so we decided, you know, we, we probably should, should, should look for a singer, but we weren't really actively pursuing it. And strangely enough, one day my wife and I, we just went, like, on a canoeing trip. And Chris was on summer break, so he was working at the canoe livery. And uh, he was the one who, you know, helped us to get the canoe in the water, drove us to the site, whatever. And, and I knew of Chris from, from high school. He was a couple years younger than me. But we were never, like, close, but I knew of him. And it was like, oh, you know, kind of neat to see somebody. And didn't really think much of it. And then the very next day, um, and I, I have a, or had a Bandmix account, but I never really paid attention to it. And I randomly got an email from Bandmix that, hey, somebody in your area is looking for a band. It was him, like the very next really? day. Really? So Coincidence like, total? Yeah. It was yeah, like, well, yeah. well, that's that's fate. Wow. <laughs> um, that's that's pretty cool. So then, you know, I did see, though, like in his advertisement, he's like never really sang in a band, um, sang a bunch of karaoke, and I'm like, oh, no. Should I should I do this? Like, yeah, what, what if he can't <laughs> sing and he just thinks he can't? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, he, he, he came over and uh, just blew me away. No kidding. And it was like, wow. So this, like, was, this was your, like, your own, like, introduction to all this also this was something that like you were singing in the shower up until this point basically um <laughs> i've a, a few years ago started just kind of going out to karaoke with my uncle and cousin because they were karaoke addicts and i went out with them a few times just to watch it was i, I was pretty introverted um at the time and like there was no way in heck i was ever gonna you know get up and sing and i lost a bet with my cousin the one night and the song gucci gang by lil pump <laughs> um, we were talking about that song for some reason and i'm like I, I i doubt they have that on karaoke and she goes i bet you they do and i said if they have that on karaoke i'll go do it they had it on karaoke <laughs> so i did it and then um i got a little bit of an itch at that point so started going out to karaoke quite often but I, I didn't think I was a good singer, so when when I would go out to karaoke, I only did, like, Spanish songs, so, like, Despacito and things like that, <laughs> because it was like, I can do something that these people can't, so they can't judge me too harshly yeah. about how I sound. And then uh, one day, I did uh, Come Down by Bush, and just everybody was freaking out, and there were people who were on the patio saying... I heard that from inside. I thought they were playing the, the song. The song, wow. I was like, okay, on to something. So I just started doing a lot of 90s rock, the stuff I grew up with at karaoke. And, you know, over the course of years of doing that, it was like, okay, I guess I'm not. So you were like bad. the karaoke kid at some point. Like, you, got, you yeah, were I really was, into this. Yeah, like, this I, was, you were looking forward to it. You couldn't wait to get out oh, there. Oh, man. That type I, thing. I would go multiple nights a week. I loved karaoke. It was just like my escape it, it got me out of my shell turned me into an extrovert and and then yeah I, I decided that I wanted to maybe sing in a band because I love live music and you know going and seeing bands and it was like I, I want to do that like that would be cool and so I made a band mix account and you just put it out there and yeah, said, I "Fuck it, man! It yeah, yeah, let's see what happens." Yeah. Type thing. And he lives down the street from me, so you know it worked out really, really, really well. So it was so 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 far. You guys are doing pretty well, except you don't have a drummer. Yeah. yeah. So you got you got to you got to somehow get get a beat. 
Yeah, yeah. And, and I uh, and I and, and in my years of experience, for some reason, I always struggled to find a drummer. So I kept telling these two, like, we'll never find somebody. It's never gonna happen. Like, I'll, I'll be shocked or whatever. And and uh, I kind of let you tell about how we found Nate because okay, that's kind of yeah. you found him. So. Yeah, we were playing with drum tracks for a while in his basement, just just having fun and jamming and just using the drum tracks to to learn songs and play songs and then we we did a lot of searching on band mix trying to find a drummer and it 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 was looking pretty bleak and then nate's profile came up on there and i saw that he went to perry high school which is close to where we are and my girlfriend went to perry so stark county perry so i was like hey do you know who nate talifus is and she goes yeah, he's a he was a really talented drummer. I was like, so would you recommend like would he be a good person to reach out to? And she said, yeah. And instead of spending the money yeah. on band mix to <laughs> you know <laughs> to reach out to him, she messaged him on Facebook and asked if he'd be interested in like joining a '90s band. And he's like, yeah, that's my jam. So yeah. got his number and. That's the origin story of yeah. Nate Talifus and, and, here. And, uh, so, you know, he came, and, uh, you know, and I told these guys, too, like, like with a drummer, like, I've had a lot of drummers show up, some good, some not so good, so, like, like let's not get our hopes up too much. You know, like, he might just, right. he, might, he, might just he might just blow up my drum set when he's playing it. You yeah, know? right. So Nate comes in and starts playing, and, and as soon as he started tapping on the drums, I'm like, you could tell, right? holy cow. Yeah. And then it turns out he's, like, classically trained or whatnot, so he's just, <laughs> he's, he's phenomenal. Just, just, he's, he's a monster. So, so part of the part of the success that you guys are probably seeing early on is just the fact that you guys somehow, some way, were able to corral good musicians. Yeah. So you guys are actually doing really good versions of these songs, and you know, like, like to think so anyway. Well, I mean, <laughs> but it, it really matters, especially when yeah. you're a cover band. And right. and do you kind of have the uh, a vocal ability to kind of mimic certain singers and stuff, where the song kind of like all of a sudden becomes the song? Yeah, he does. I'm hard on myself, so it's hard for me to toot my heart. No, horn but do you hear it? Like do you hear that? that? Do you hear always, that from people? Uh, yeah, all the time. I'm mean, even New Year's Eve. We did "Man in the Box" for the first time, and wow, that's and a tough one. So someone in a crowd said, Not "I closed my eyes and I couldn't tell the difference." And yeah, that he, he, he to, to get that, that kind of compliment yeah. for Lane Staley. Yeah. That's a tough. Well, that song specifically it is a hard song yeah. to sing. Dude. It is. It's a weirdly hard one. Nate, you kind of said something last night when Chris wasn't with us anymore about him being good at like. Mimicking voices or something. I forget how you yeah, said yeah. it exactly. Yeah. Well, I basically said, like, he does a good job of doing uh, kind of loose impressions of yeah. a lot of the singers yeah. that we cover. Well, you still maintain the you part, but but you can t- but you can right. tell, like, wow, that's that's the song. Yeah. That, well, that, and, but that also comes from the drummer. That also comes from the guitar player, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, you have to really, like, you know, the other thing about these cover bands that's cool is some of these dudes, guitar players and, and bass players and stuff like that, you know, they have all the pedals set up yeah. so that for so that they can literally like, well, I'm doing this song and now it all of a sudden it sounds like the that's the yeah. that's the guitar sound too. Yep. So the whole song just do you guys are you guys like pay that much attention oh, to yeah. detail where you guys are doing all that also? Yeah, and that's that's kind of where I think we're all we're all super detail oriented when it comes to that. So we we pretty much want to try to sound like the record because you know we, sure. we know what the people want to hear. And that's that's our goal. Obviously, you know I can't have five thousand pedals, but uh, no, 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 I, I got I got like you know like 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 a dozen or so pedals. Really? It's a pretty big setup. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes I I you know it's it, it was kind of a it was kind of a job to figure out how to do all that and play at the same time. So sometimes sometimes it might, might get in my own way by doing that. But uh, but yeah, we do. We we really try really hard to 
how often are you guys coming up with new stuff? Like where you guys are bringing, like, for instance, like you guys obviously have three sets, right? Right. You can easily play three sets more. Oh, yeah, more than yeah. three. Yeah, we, we we could play four or five hour shows for sure. Oh really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So you guys got you guys got up in the fifty to sixty song range, yeah, maybe, right? Would you say that's seventy to eighty at this I'd point? I'd say we yeah, have yeah, probably about eighty. Yeah, in a year. Yeah. So yeah. you guys you guys are pumping out four or five songs a week for a while. There we were. For, yeah, yeah, we were for a while to get ready for our first show. Yeah. You know, because it we needed that motivation to get to the next level. So. So we, when we got our first show booked, we had maybe a month and a half to probably onboard at least twenty more songs yeah, to we get ready for that. Quick, and it real was, quick. Yeah, it was it was brutal, but it was, it was worth brutal. it, and yeah. and we did it well. It came pretty close there. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But now we're kind of reaping the rewards of that. Yeah, yeah right. For, for that like six week period, just learning so many songs yeah. so fast. And so now it's not a big deal when we decide, hey, we're gonna add a couple more songs. Right. And, you know, we get a couple more songs learned in a week, and at the next show we can add some more songs to freshen it up. Do you guys Are you guys finding that you guys pick songs that you're now realizing that you're just good at, like like that band, like Foo Fighters? You said you play uh, some Foo Fighters stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming part of it is because you guys do it well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not sure. everybody can do Foo Fighters well. It's a tough yeah. band to do. I mean, yeah, it's, like, it's another one that, that has there's some complexities going on in, them, in their music. First of all, they have three guitar players. Yeah. And, right. and, yeah. and yeah. so, <laughs> you know, and, and and the Foo Fighters are good at utilizing three guitar players yeah. and stuff like that. A lot of times there's three different guitar parts going right. on in there them songs. Are. Yeah, so so it's kind of hard to do. But do you guys find that when you're you're coming up, like, what, I, I assume things, but I'm, I'm assuming that when got you guys come to a practice, you hear a song on a radio maybe, and you're like, Oh my God, man, we got to do that too. Yeah, that and then guys like, dude, I just heard this on the radio. We got to do oh, this. Oh song. yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. kind of how they come up? Yeah. Would that be yeah. would that be yeah. accurate? Yeah, and I think we've also tried to uh, expand the kind the style of music we're playing. Like, because we recently added like a Fall Out Boy song, which is kind of probably oh. out of most of our wheelhouse. But for the most part, yeah, yeah. But we were like, you know, it'd be better to get diverse, and uh, you know, so adding a like, Fall Out Boy, it's a great song. But uh, so you guys are we're going down, and yeah. vocally, it's out of my wheelhouse. Yeah. Um, I- I'm like. Almost there, but the the crowds yeah. they love it. Love that yeah. song. Yeah, and you so you guys that's that's another thing though. So it's not just about what you like. It's not just about what you do well. But you you guys will throw one out there on a gig and see the reaction and see how exactly, it goes. Yeah. And if, and if it goes well, it's like well, that's a write it in. It's a yeah. staple. That one's yeah, a staple. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we continue yeah. learning new songs just because there are songs that you know for that first show, we we onboarded some songs that. In retrospect, maybe we shouldn't have. We added too many songs by the same band. Right, right. You know, some songs that just didn't really hit hard at right. the show. So, you know, we're in a process of cycling out some songs, a keeping filter, them on the back. Filtration burner. process almost. Yeah. 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 At the beginning, it was just about quantity. It was. It was. Yeah, it was. right. You know what I mean? So you guys got to get, you guys got to have three sets, period. That's all you got to yeah. make sure you can do that. Yeah. And then after that, you can start being a little more selective and, and yeah. kind of like create that perfect set. Right, yep. and and we're nearly there with yeah, I think the perfect so. set. Yeah, I think we like what we have. We'll still mix some stuff in and out, mm-hmm. but and learn some new songs here and there. But I think we're to the point now where we're pretty comfortable with what we have. Probably want to keep things fresh over time, so we'll you know yeah, mix sure. things yeah. in yeah, and out. Yeah, because we we have a lot of people who come out to every show, right? And uh, we would like to keep it fresh for them, for them so they're right. not hearing the same same song, song same set, because they'll yeah. stop coming. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, there's a reason why they're making it because partially, but you're 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 doing your part. Yeah. So Nate, real quick, yeah. What what what's your what's your back story? Like what what gets you before you make it into the band? 
What have you done? What, 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 how did you become this guy? Oh, uh, well, I started out playing when I was about like 10 years old. I just took uh, some drum lessons here and there. Just kind Parents of were cool. Yeah, parents yeah. were cool, obviously, because the drummer parents have to be cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. for sure. Yeah, my mom's the coolest. Shout out. Hi, mom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's cool. She's very cool. But, yeah, uh, and then after that, I joined band in about sixth grade. And then uh, initially, I didn't get in, and I had to end up doing, like, a whole re-audition. And then eventually I got in, uh, and I quickly just, I loved it. Like, I just got really into it, and... I would regularly, like, practice after school and stuff, and my friends and I would, like, go up to the high school, and we were in middle school, and really just practice, and then in, uh, when I was getting into high school, I joined marching band, and then that was really when I started, like, developing my chops and stuff, and then, um, when you say that, I hear, you know, you're not the first guy that says this to me, it says it to us about the marching band and, and, and is it the teacher that you had at the time? I mean, what what it was it was it, it yeah, yeah was he was it oh, I don't want to assume it was a he but um were they good were they really as good as it was in that, yeah, and that yeah. is it also did they interest you did they did they did they help you be gain interest in this whole entire thing is that part of it for sure yeah he really um he was a big inspiration for me I mean he like when by the time I got up it was kind of like they were looking for like a drum set player to kind of take over after a lot of these guys graduated. And uh, he really sat me down and worked through a lot of stuff and got me branching out into different styles like jazz and stuff like that. Oh. And, um, yeah, and then it, that really meshed well with the rock stuff that I had already had. And, yeah, it just kind of took off from there. Did you find that the drums were kind of easy for you and – and at the beginning, I mean, were you, was it one of the things that you you kind of fell into naturally, and then for sure, yeah, yeah. And then and then you're also one of them people that was driven to practice a lot. Yes, yeah, which is the key, right? Motivated. That's the key. That's the key. Yeah, you right. know, it's one thing to have ability; it's the other thing to just sit down and just hash it all out to figure this thing out. You yeah. even you even taught some drum lessons for a little bit, didn't you? Yeah, I taught for a while um, before I was actually looking to play out and do live stuff and. That was kind of what I did for about a year there before COVID. Yeah, and, and, and you know, for what it's worth, in any band, you know, the drummer is so freaking important oh, as yes. far as, yeah, like, making sure. that band sound, like, really, yep. like, uh, like it's you know, we always say, you could have two great guitar players and da-da-da-da. If your drummer sucks, your band sucks. Yeah. Right. It's the end of that. That's, that's, what, <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what I've been telling these guys for a long time. Really, yeah. So it's, when, we, when we found it, I'm like, you guys don't understand what we just found. Like, this yeah. is. Yeah, really. I mean, like. He, he's a gem. We got, <laughs> we got lucky. We got yeah. real lucky with that's him. That's cool. And that was, like, that was a big thing, too, I appreciated about these guys was, like, their dedication to doing, like, really clean covers and really, you know, paying homage to the albums and stuff because I really liked the whole aspect how we try to apply like the musicianship and the musicality and stuff like that to what we do and i actually use charts i know it might not be as popular but what i like about it is the accuracy like yeah. if there's like a very specific drum fill or something i, I want to include that right. into the song so you're not you're not that. so you're not like so over, you don't get you don't want every single drum part perfect and everything like that but you re you recognize you're like this one has to be in there. Yeah, this is this sure. is one that everybody air drums. 
Yeah, you know that kind of, of thing, right? Yeah, you know, like, like you just iconic, yeah. and you want to nail that part because that's as somebody's rec- it's recognizable. Right. Yeah, it makes the song sound like the song. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. that, you know? that that fill in when I'm gone right before the solo word. It's yeah. like yeah, you got you got you got to have that there. Yeah, you and I have definitely like have done some like work together to make sure that we have like the drum parts, you know, in there. And so he's done a really, really, really good job at that. Do you guys have like favorites? Like, like, is there is there during the show? Just songs that you just love that you're playing, or you can't. Bullet with Butterfly Wings is probably yeah, my favorite one. That that's a fun one. Yeah, is it that's really a fun one on drums? Yeah. Is there is there? Well, you guys, you guys got like a song that you like look forward to. I mean, I remember when I was in bands, dude. I did, man. I was always like, there was like a couple songs that I was always like, oh, I can't wait to. I love that song, man. I think initially, I, I think Machine Head by Bush was maybe one of my <laughs> favorites, just because it was. Like, I, I remember when we first started playing that song and first started playing shows, I told Jeff, I was like, when that song starts, it's like lightning in my veins. Like, just yeah. something about it pumps me up. But Do you do the... I, hey, hey, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. He's, 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 so, he's so good at all that. <laughs> but, uh, I, I mean, I we, we've only done Man in the Box twice now, but... Yeah, live, man. I, I'm really enjoying that one, and I'm really looking forward to continuing to try to perfect that song because it's a tough one there's it's just such a great song and if we can if we can really do that song justice then you know i'll be really glad so that that might be one of my favorite ones right now to do everlong everlong is probably one of my favorites to do especially with the drums like yeah anything food fighters with the drums is so fun watching him play yeah Yeah. man great drummer those parts are amazing i mean they're they're written so well yeah everlong was one of the first songs that we had him when he came to like try out or whatever with us everlong was one of the songs and it was like okay he he, he nailed that. Well, because yeah. a lot of drummers won't play it right. Yeah, right. it's yeah. hard because because it's hard. To, it's they cheat, they cheat on the hi hat, and they don't you know, they don't want to go yeah. all the way through on that yeah. hi hat because yeah. the hi hat man. He, he gets that thing the whole time. It's it's, I, don't, yeah. I don't know how he does it. I guess for me, um, you know, I would say songs with like great guitar solos, but those always make me nervous anyway. So it's kind of like <laughs> sometimes I like to go to just a simpler one. So well, uh, and and the thing about it though is like in the '90s and 2000s, there wasn't a lot of guitar yeah. solos in a lot of them yeah. songs. And like there wasn't like say the '80s when there was a guitar true. solo on every true. song. That's true. All that but kind but of we thing. still we seem somehow we seem to pull songs that have insane solos. Yeah, so. yeah we do. Mm. So, so yeah, I mean we, we get we get through them, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. There's there's a there's a lot of stuff I like, but uh, a lot of stuff, like like these guys said, a lot of those songs, Foo Fighters, are, are big for me. Um, you know, like a song I probably got really sick of growing up, but then once we covered it, I started loving it again. Was like Enter Sandman, like that. <laughs> yeah, it's like it, it kind of like it kind of like I, it came back to me because you know I hated it by like '95. You know? Oh yeah, I played, know I mean? they played the hell out of that yeah. thing. But they like System of a Down's really fun to play because it's so different rhythmically and stuff. It's yeah, just, that's it, a tough yeah. one on the drums too. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. just the timing of keeping yeah, you guys all together it, and, and tight. Knows it, yeah. Yeah, that's so good. Those, that stuff's that stuff's a lot of fun, and uh, some I like some of the Pearl Jam stuff too. That's mm-hmm. like Even Flow. We play that. That's a lot of fun. And then what's yeah. what, what's the soft song we play by I Yellow Lead Better? Yellow Lead Better. Yep. That's oh, one of, cool. That's one of my favorite songs. It has a nice, cool bluesy solo. So yeah. that's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah cool. All yeah, right, guys. We have, a, we have a lot of good solos, and and Jeff nails them. And you know, there's kind of a meme, uh, you know, for guitar. It's like what you what people think would be hard versus what's actually hard. Oh, and yeah. it's like the the solos, he's like, the solos aren't hard. It's just yeah. something like All My Life by Foo Fighters or Basket Case <laughs> by Green Day, which is like a weird Yeah, that droning rhythm. They're the hardest, man. All right, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll have a new face sitting here with us. The bass player, Jesse, will be coming in here with us. 
and uh, he's been patiently waiting over here. You guys are yeah. still talking about him and talking to him, but yeah, he'll be finally. You get to see what he looks like. Yep, yep. Muscle, <laughs> muscles. Jesse muscles. muscles mallet. Mallet. We'll be back here in a couple minutes with the guys from Atkins Rock. You're listening to Level Up Cleveland. Hello, everybody. Big Bry here. This June 10th Level Up Cleveland concert series presents Bittersweet Revenge. You can try Olathea. And Craig Martini. See them all June 10th at the Maple Grove Tavern. Show starts at 8 p.m. 21 or over. Go to levelupcleveland.com for tickets and information. What's up, everybody? This is Don Foose from One Life All In, The Spud Monsters, Run Devil Run, Lifeline, and my solo band, Foose. I'm coming at you live to let you know I have a new book out called Motivate Me. It's a memoir of inspirational quotes, stories, and life lessons. This book takes you through my life and shows how I've handled adversity firsthand by the inspiration of others. If you lack enthusiasm but want to make goals in life and get after them, then this book is for you. To order, go to my website at foosforlife.com, F-O-O-S-E-F-O-R-L-I-F-E.com, foosforlife.com. I'd like to send a big shout out to Big Bry and Pat the Producer at Level Up Cleveland for making a platform for hometown musicians and artists like myself to promote our bands and projects. This is Don Foos signing off for the Level Up Cleveland podcast. Peace out. back everybody with the guys here from Mackin's Rock and we've switched faces yep. <laughs> we got the bass player Jesse in here how's it going everybody thanks for having me Jesse Mallet we call him Jesse Muscles Mallet Muscles what has he been working out or oh, something he's, he's huge he's gonna have to you show can't him. see it you can't see it under the hoodie but he's huge yeah. you do kind of have that military body like <laughs> yeah, you're like you just got out of like boot camp almost <laughs> I got the military cut <laughs> a little bit I'm, I'm afraid to criticize his plan you know? is that what it is you know, so <laughs> yeah. I, I can't kick him out of the band <laughs> he does kickboxing yeah he does kickboxing too oh, yeah. so. oh, you gotta have one of you guys in there because you never know when someone comes jumping on stage or whatever exactly. you gotta have somebody that can handle the situation yeah. We get people yeah, we up on stage. <laughs> I'll just yeah. whack them in the head with my bass. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got it. You got. It. You don't have to worry about it. You right. got that. Thanks yeah. for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Cool, appreciate man. It's good, guys. Are, so, a couple things I wanted to talk about was, um, for well, for one, one thing I, I I always find interesting about a cover band is, do you just want to play covers? Like, like, is there, is there, you know, there's got to be a creative side of you guys where, yeah. you want to, you want to break out of the of the. Uh, writing songs that other people wrote. Yeah, I guess I'll comment on this because, like, when I when I was coming up, I never really wanted to be in a cover band. Like, when I, I, I always played originals, like, played with some friends I used to know in high school, and we were always about originals. And it wasn't until, like, maybe the last five years or so I got the itch to do some covers, you know? And, yeah. uh, and I thought that would be a good way for to, like, get out and play and kind of see what it's like. And, and so 
at this point, though, I think we're all, I mean, especially because we've kind of rounded out our, our set list, I think we're all really interested to really sit down and start working on some original stuff. See what yeah. you guys could could muster up. Do you have any idea what you guys are capable of at this point? Have you guys, have you guys even tinkered with any of this where you have any clue what the four of you would come up with? Not really. I mean, Jeff has some riffs that yeah. he's come up with before. but Yeah, I have a bunch of stuff, but. But I mean, like, you, if you guys did this, this would be a collective project, right? You wouldn't. Yeah. You're not going to have a main songwriter and everybody no. learns, learns their parts. No. Everybody's going to come in, and it's going to be like, like you said, you may come up and show up with a, a, a riff. Yeah, some riffs. Just something to start things what off. What can with. you guys do? Like, yeah, I don't. I'm not the kind of person who is going to come in with a full song. You know, it's just that's not me. <laughs> now, 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 like you know, like a lot of the guys that start off doing originals and stuff like that, yeah. you talk to them, and, and you know, the one thing about starting off doing originals is you tend to stay in, into a box that you've created for yourself yeah. that's comfortable, but throughout the process of doing cover songs, a lot of times that forces you outside of your box. Twist than me, for yeah. sure. Yeah, for right. Sure. And, it, so, and it improves your playing. I it, mean, it there's has. no doubt about it. It, it will improve your playing by doing that kind of thing. Yeah. So now you guys have started off as the cover band. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like, you know, through this process of being a cover band and playing these cover songs, now that if when you go into the idea, go into this process of writing your own songs, do you think it would be different now? Than it would have been if you would have started yeah. off because oh, yeah, because you've gone through this process. Def, definitely. Do you feel like you've yeah. grown? Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah I'm, not, I'm not the same guitar player I was when we started. Yeah. Right, like right. I'm, I'm. I'm definitely. Uh, I definitely feel like I have a much, much more of a grasp on a lot more. stuff. Well, there's a lot more to this thing than just sitting in your room and learning right. chops. Right. You got to learn how to play with other people. Like right. there's a whole. Yeah. That's a whole nother. Something you have to learn how to do, right? Like, there's there's a thing with that. There's a thing about timing, and and and, right. and when you, the thing about playing with the same guys over time, though, is that you start to learn each other, right? Ooh, I mean, right. do you feel pretty comfortable with each other? Oh yeah, yeah. At this yeah. point, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We bounce off each other really well, and we we get along. You, yeah. th- so that, that's the other thing that helps, <laughs> right? That is the other thing. You know, the thing that's that's the hardest part of these bands is really, I think, is is it's like a marriage. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, but there's four. And there's not just two, it's and true. trying to keep everyone's mm. everything at bay, it, it's, it could be difficult. Right. It's one of the hardest things I think about being in a band. And Chris has been kind of cool because my, my wife does a bit of singing too, but she's like super shy, mm. super, super shy. So she doesn't want to be like a front front person in a band, right? My sister, by the way. Yeah, his sister, by the way. <laughs> oh, that's and right. So, so like she, sometimes – yeah, some, yeah, hello, mm-hmm. Hope. Sometimes she'll come in and sing, like, ten songs with us, and Chris has totally been cool with that. So, Oh, she does, like, during practice, or does it? No, even some shows, sometimes. Oh, so sometimes she's, so she's, able, to do, she's able to do that. That's, yeah, pretty, she, that's pretty good. But she doesn't want to be, like, the front man for the whole show. So like, And she doesn't want to do a lot of the talk in between songs and things like that, because she's painfully shy. But she's an amazing singer. It yeah. adds some diversity to it the does, songs, it does. too, because yeah. then we can do, like, some Evanescence. Yeah, we do some uh, duets with Cranberries. them. Cranberries. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, so she does some Paramore. So. so do you guys do you guys purposely learn some of these songs just so when she comes up there, you guys are ready yeah. to go too? Yeah. 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 Yep. Oh, yep. that's cool. And we do try to like get Chris mixed in with her a little bit, so they'll sing some stuff together. And I think he likes a little bit of a break because you're singing for four hours. It's kind of nice to have a little. Yeah, break yeah. The, and... the the break can be nice because yeah. like like we talked about before with the variety of our of our songs, we have some very vocally taxing songs yes. where like when we get towards the end of the night, you know, the last maybe 10 songs there are points where it kind of sounds like i'm hitting puberty i'm having yeah. some little voice cracks because, i hear you i know because it's I, i'm still i'm still working out you know technique and i i would like to go stamina yeah and once once like basketball and wrestling season's over i want to start for your kids huh? yeah you know for my kids i want to try to uh you know see a vocal coach or something to work on just to tweak some things to to 
maintain some longevity and some preserve the voice a little bit because towards the end of the night, you know, I'm looking at the clock and it's like, okay, let's let's cut this and the, we we pack our sets and we try to take minimal breaks and uh, we end up having to cut a lot of the songs because we overplay and you know for our nights. So so is is it that she's just not. Because I, I I hear what you're saying. There's nothing like having two vocalists. Yeah, right. I mean, right. I don't care. What, you know, if you're a vocalist, you welcome. There's people like, oh, are you okay with that? It's like, dude, I welcome that. Yeah. Like, like if you can get somebody to come in here and sing these two songs in a row or three songs in a row, mm-hmm. even where I'll just stand behind a microphone and do some backup stuff, yeah. or you know, just like, just kind of fill in wherever I need to. But those are breaks, and and those are. It's the only instrument that that's flesh. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. It, you, it, and so. So is it that she's shy, so shy she just won't she's not going to she be is. part of the band permanently? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and um, she's super shy. She has a few medical issues too that kind of mess with her voice a little bit. But for the most part, I think it's much just her being super introverted and shy. And she's coming out of her shell more with it. Yeah, because a female vocalist too. I mean, oh, that's yeah. like a, that's like a oh, she is such it a home run to have. You guys yeah. seem like you're just everything is falling in place in it a is. weird way. It where, is. It is. Yeah. I mean, if you can have a good female singer and a good male singer, because yep. The other thing about the female singer is that while you're singing, female backups are, are they are they're very good. Yeah, there's something there's something to be said about having that higher. You can it is you know and and for backup vocals also it's just she can definitely hit notes. It I could can't round hit. a band out really nicely. <laughs> she gets those backup vocals that I just can't quite get up there. Right, yeah. <laughs> unless I go to my falsetto. <laughs> so Jesse, since you're the new guy, I, mean, I want to talk to you for a second. Yeah. Um, so the guys tell me that you they needed a bass player. Mm. And they and they obviously they just liked you. Yeah, <laughs> he's, my you brother, he's my brother-in-law. Yeah, so. right. So <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't play the bass really, and yep. and and they just said, "Dude, learn how to play the bass," and you took to it. So pretty much, uh, I got started whenever I was thirteen. Uh, he kind of introduced me into bass playing because you know he was always looking for. I'm like a fifteen bass years player. older than him, so. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And I, whenever I'm in the car with him, he's always playing like a bunch of different kinds of music that I was always gravitated towards. And a lot of it was like bass driven, like, you know, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, you know, we were listening to a lot of Mudvayne too. Yeah. Mudvayne and Red Hot Chili Peppers are probably two of my f- favorite bands because like Ryan Martini from Mudvayne, he's such a, like yep. an amazing bassist. Yeah, he and is. Just all the intricate stuff. So that kind of influenced me a little bit. Flea, obviously from Red Hot Chili Peppers. You know, that's kind of what led me to like, okay, I kind of want to do this bass thing. And uh, it's it kind of funny because like, he took the bass, and Jesse's almost like OCD by nature. That's why he, he's a <laughs> yeah. work, he works out, right? He's a workoutaholic. And uh, yeah. he took he picked up the bass, and I'm telling you, within like six weeks, we were playing a dozen songs together. How'd it, you do it? it I mean, just, what what, just, how'd you, what, was, what was your... Just, so, like, I kind of, you know, nowadays it's kind of pretty easy because you have, like, a bunch of tabs that you can go off of. You yeah. got YouTube. Um, so a lot of that, that's kind of what I did. Um, I did look up some like technique videos and stuff too, but like mainly, you know, I kind of try to start off with like simpler songs. Um, I remember the first song I learned was, uh, Under the Bridge by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Kind of a weird song to learn as your first song because it yeah. does kind of get a little intricate. Yeah, too, it's still flea. But he killed it. Yeah. <laughs> he, 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 it just, um, Especially after like what six six to twelve months, I mean, it was just like wow, he's, he's a seasoned bass player yeah. now. In, in like six months, it was, mm-hmm. it was it was incredible. You just you just you want you're obsessive. Yeah, yeah. yeah basically, what I did, I was I was at school, watching bass videos on my phone <laughs> yeah. while class is going on. And then you go home and then go home and do what bass. you watched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So I got I got really obsessed with it. Really? Yeah. So now how do you feel about it? I mean, like now now that you can actually play and it's really it only took you like what you say five years this is, you've been at yeah, it? He's about five years. So ish. yeah, kinda on and off. Yeah, I would say five years in total, like I've yeah. actually just playing all the time. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any bass players now that you really like besides Flea and So like who do you who do you really like love now as a bass player? So there's some uh newer bands out now, kinda like uh I don't know if you ever heard of Spirit Box. I haven't. So it's kind of like I would probably consider it metalcore. Um, their bassist, I think he actually just left the band, but uh, <laughs> he he's had some pretty creative like bass lines and stuff. And uh, there's another band I started listening to too, as uh, called uh, Dance Gavin Dance. It's kind of like a progressive rock. Um, yeah, their basses I really like. Their guitarist is amazing too. So like that, that's kind of the stuff I've been listening to a little bit more now. Yeah, cool. Um, I've kind of I delve into a lot of genres. I listen but you to guys are like, but but a lot of you guys like the metal thing, right? I mean, like oh, that yeah. it seems oh, like yeah, that's yeah. a you guys yeah. are into the metal. Oh yeah. And I'm not just talking about like you know like you guys are into some hard shit. You guys are into yeah, some yeah. of the harder stuff. Yeah. Is is it all you guys like into the metal part too? I, I think so. Yeah, I think yeah. We, I think we can all. We definitely, um, we definitely have a taste for heavy metal. Um, haven't really touched that at our shows quite yet, but right. uh, you know, I mean, a little bit. Like I said, we've got some heavier, some some heavy stuff in, but uh, yeah, because because don't you think that when you guys start writing your own songs, this shit's creeping in? It's going to, yeah, like that's gonna, how does it? Me, how do you keep it out? Especially for me, because I've always like, like I said, loved like the '80s thrash. So I mean, that's definitely that definitely at least in the past when I wrote, would write songs that creeped in, and it's still gonna. I, heck, I still think it creeps in sometimes when I'm playing these covers, like the chugs and stuff. Yeah, it's like, like I swear sometimes my ch- my chugs are almost too thick, you know. Well, I tell you what though, it's cool that you know, like there's bands like Tricky Dick in the cover ups. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of them, but they're a real big cover band up here, you know. Yeah. And yeah. and they got they're they're doing pop songs. They're yeah. doing like pop, old yeah. pop, new pop, and they got this dude playing guitar mm-hmm. who's got the chug on the guitar yeah. and he's crunching it, man. And it changes everything. Yeah. And and dude, they're. You know what I mean, but right. you can yeah. you can get away with that, right? You know, it's funny, dude. When I first I remember, like in the eighties, when that stuff first came out, mm-hmm. it's it was like considered garbage, noise, yeah, bleeding <laughs> ear type stuff. Now it's in every single thing oh, that's out amazing. there, every it's commercial, amazing. everywhere. Yeah. You get you have some kind of distorted guitar yeah. just chugging mm-hmm. away in, in every song. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, but so you guys, could you guys see that happening though? You guys decide to write some songs because you got the drummer to do it. See, I, you know, in a lot of the bands that I've been in, you want to get as soon as you want to go outside and start getting heavier. Yeah. That, well, can you do double basses? Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> can you do this? Well, can you, and you, you, most drummers aren't going to be able to do all that well. Yeah. yeah. But if you have a guy who can handle the metal drums, right. What, what can't you do? Right, right. That's true. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, what, what are your limits then right. at that point? And I, I'm pretty sure with Nate, we're not going to have any issues with anything like that. So that's what I'm saying. So like, you guys could take you. You know, this thing could take you guys in a direction you guys aren't even like aware of. It yeah. might take you at this yeah. point. It's interesting to yeah. see where we'll go. It's, I'm it's, open to. I'll, I'll be honest with you. It's hard, I think, to put the brakes on things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like you guys are right now into a, a, that rock thing and stuff, but you're doing it because I think a lot of it's like it's fun, but yeah. you're getting a good response and that kind of we thing, are, type yeah. thing. We Metal are. doesn't always get that response. Sure, you know, you, you, there's something to be said. You're drawing a lot of girls and guys, yeah. both. Right. Metal's drawing guys. You know what I mean? For it's the most true. part, that's true. Yeah. Um, but you never know where it's going to take you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we, we had a lady at our show last night dancing to nearly every song, and yeah, you know, she's. She she goes out to a lot of you know shows down in the Stark and uh, Tuscarawas County areas, and she just she likes to watch live music and dance. And w- 
she got tuckered out and you know she mentioned i, I think yeah, to jeff yeah, yeah. She, she was like you guys wore me out because yeah. you know i at least get a break with some of these other bands but you guys every song you're playing i feel like i gotta get up and dance yeah. <laughs> that's awesome though that's exactly and, and, what and you that, want that's yeah. what we that's want what that's exactly what we want yeah and a lot and, of energy and again, like I, you know, I've said, cover bands' job sell drinks. That's yeah. that's yeah. you know that's the job. Well, when they're dancing, they're drinking. Yeah. Right. You know, the more people dancing, the more people that those people are drinking. Like I said, Chris is really good too. When, we, when we're up on stage, he constantly promoting to the to the bar. You know, hey, tip, t- your, bartender. tip your bartenders, yeah. buy some drinks, buy some food. You know, so he's he's been really good about that, and the venues really appreciate it. A hundred percent. That's the but that's a, that's one of the dividing factors with bands is they remember. Believe me, every time you say that, she heard, she she knows that you're saying that, and when they're booking, the next time you want to book, they're they're like, yeah, book them. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and, everywhere and, and, we go, they 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 want us back, and yeah. you know, at the end of the night, the managers or the owners, every single place we play, they're like, "You guys are one of the best bands we've had here," and that we're new, and like that feels amazing, you yeah. know, to hear that when when there's some big bands playing some of yeah. these places, and it's like. We're being told by the owners of this place that yeah. we're one of the best. Yeah, if the, owner, they want if the owner told you that, he probably went like this. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you guys yeah, are one of the best bands right. here. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're probably right. <laughs> it's like, eh. Well, I mean, like, I, you know, we try to tell everybody that's like, dude, that's all they care about. Yeah. Right. You know, they really just, mm-hmm. that's it. You know, it's weird because you, you, you have some venues that charge at the door. You know, a lot most most cover bands, a lot of times you're just going to go in. It's a free, you know. No, no cover charge going in, and you're just there to sell drinks, and they're going right. to pay you yeah. th- whatever it is, and they just absorb that cost, right. and that's how it works. Right. Um, but, you know, like, if you can't draw anybody into that place, and, you know, like, the thing is, is, like, you, you, you're drawing people because you're in a location where you, you're drawing people right now. All of a sudden, if you just pop up somewhere mm. and that you have never played before, you, 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 there's a good chance you get 10 people in that show, and that's right. the end of it. Yeah. They never heard you before or whatever. you got to build yeah. wherever you guys are at. Yeah. So on your way north, as you guys are trying to come up here towards the north more and more and more, it's, you know, it's just it's just a matter of conquering territories. Yeah, I think it's really, like I said, if, if any venues to give us a shot, I think they'll be happy with what they hear, and, uh, you know, and, and we'll... And we, we pick up we pick up a lot of followers, yeah. you know, everywhere. Like, we've played as far north now as Wadsworth uh, at Spunk Myers, and... Ooh. We picked up a lot of people there, and uh, I mean th- that that was that was a wild night. I don't yeah, even know if we can get into what happened there. Oh, yeah, it was, it was a wild night. Was. Um, every everybody had a great time, and they're they're bringing yeah. us back over and over and over again. Yeah, and that's that's what happens at all these places. They they bring us back m- multiple times, and right. you know we, we we just pick up more of a following. And yeah, as we spread out and play more places, we're gonna build more of a following and. Bring more crowds to more places. For sure, that's the that's the only goal. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, so as far as the gigging goes for twenty twenty three, have you guys booked a lot of gigs already into the year? Have you guys already started that process? I yep. want to say we have. I mean, we had one last night, and I, I think as of right now, we have ten, eleven on the books at yeah, the moment, yeah, so and there. and we have a few that we have a few irons in the fire at the moment right. that. That we're just waiting on confirmation, and uh, we're really trying to get some festivals, but that's yeah. that's tough. That's, yeah, it's that's been a, a tough, tough market. That's it's a tough market. Yeah. They, they want oldies. They, yeah. you know, they, they want oldies at these festivals, it seems yeah. like. And it's like, you go to these festivals, the people walking around are, you know, our, our age. age yeah. You know, they're, they're in their age, 20s, 30s, 40s, and, you know, they have their kids with them. They have their teenage kids with them, and 
The crowd doesn't we, look. Yeah, it looks like you guys would be perfect. Oh, right? we would be perfect for these so? festivals. But I think a lot of festival organizers are run by organizers who are in their sixties yeah. and seventies, maybe. Right. And yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're nostalgic about what they want. Yeah, yeah. Even, it does happen. Even some of the venues up this way, though, I think a lot of them. There's a lot of established bands up here, right? So it's kind of harder to get in up here. But I think any venues that give us a shot would. Would we'll be, we'll be pleased yeah. with what oh, they for hear? Sure. Oh, sure. There are a lot of venues up here you guys there are. can play. There are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't know what size venue you guys are, are used yeah. to playing at, but yeah. there's a lot of venues up here you guys could get in at. Yeah. We, we, sure. we played, yeah. we played, we played large spaces, and we played very small, small spaces. spaces um, that you know the owners, the the owner of McKelvey's Pub in Millersburg was skeptical about bringing a four piece band in because it's a but small place. Nate, our drummer, he. He doesn't beat the hell out of those drums, yeah. and you know he's able to play to the room. And we kept the volume level at, at a good level, and that's critical. And she was like, "Okay, I want you guys back for every special event. You guys are my premier band. That's and critical. That's awesome. So, so yeah, we can and play small spaces, big spaces, we outdoors. Played, we actually whatever. played. We actually played New Year's there. I mean, that little place was packed. It was. Yeah, there, we've even seen bands nowadays bring their electronic kits out because yeah. they're in a smaller band. Yeah. And I, and there's, there's something about. Little drums, though, you know. Yeah, but it's you so know, man, I'll tell you what, you know, <laughs> the, the electronic kit is a neat it toy. Mm-hmm. Like, even for practice. Yeah. Like, you can practice, you can go anywhere and practice with one. Right. Because you can use headphones and you don't, there's no, there's no right. sound coming out anywhere. Just you know ticks, I mean? maybe. Yeah, really. I mean, like, there's a lot, there's ways to do those smaller venues like that where you can bring a full band in there and not blow the ears off everybody. But he, but he's got, he's got like those dynamics. He's so, he's so good at, he's so good at controlling how he plays you know that's cool so gigs you guys right now most of the gigs you got booked are, are down down way like yeah S- stark county mm-hmm. tuscarora county yeah. that kind of those and holmes county a little bit of Wayne. yeah i think yeah. these are yeah, all yeah, like wadsworth is wayne county i'm pretty sure right yeah, wadsworth yeah, yeah. oh is it is yeah. it wayne yeah i don't think it's so. not medina, uh, medina. Uh, or, 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 medina. Or, yeah it might be medina it might be it makes yeah. it's right there oh, it's right yeah. there on the board so you guys you guys you guys yeah. play wadsworth Cause that's yeah, not yeah, far yeah. from me. I could, I could probably come. That's where yeah, I would. Feb- that's February twenty fifth. I want to say Rebecca. Twenty fourth, twenty fifth. Yeah, something that, like that, that will be at I could, I come and see that. Yeah, I can come and that watch. Yeah, you gotta yeah. come to yeah. that. Yeah, that I can make. Cause I live in Medina. I, that's not, that's not no, far. That's not real far. You might like the bathroom there too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, are, there are a lot of posters in their bathroom. Oh, I got yeah, you. I yeah, got yeah. you. That's it, cool. It looks like a mechanic shop. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I, and I figured it out when you said posters. I was hoping I figured it out. I was hoping. Yeah, I was we, like, we have, there's been a couple places in Medina we've reached out to, but they haven't really responded. So if you want to plug us there, you know. Oh, yeah. Wherever, oh, yeah. We definitely go to Medina. Well, you guys obviously don't know this, so I'll tell you after the show. We'll go over all that stuff. Okay. 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 Um, but so – yeah, so that's what I, that's all that's really what I wanted to get, touch on though was sure. the gigs and stuff that are coming up with you guys. Right. I mean, like mm-hmm. the one thing that's funny though is Holmes County, Tuscarora County, Stark County. One thing that they have in common is that's a very Amish community down yeah, there, especially if you get far down there. And and, and strangely enough, they love us. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah like, we play Millersburg. Like, the like I'm curious. I am curious about that. Like, like the Amish are they rockers? Are well, they? Are I, they? Are I they, think are, so. I, I guess so, man. Is it, did it yeah. turn out that that's what it just all yeah. become? Well, if you if you take a look at you know whether it's our Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok, uh, the video of us playing Sugar, we're going down. We're oh, playing yeah. at a Millersburg New Year's Eve, and you can see you know some guys. They were you know I think they were like former Amish maybe. Yeah. Um, they were singing along to it. You know that's, yeah. they, they knew. They, yeah. Yeah, people. Yeah, it, it was a, it was a great night. It was a great and, show. I actually didn't even notice that. No, oh, yeah, <laughs> I, I noticed. I, I mean, I mean, I got a feeling though, like you know, like with you guys, this could be a very mm. different crowd 
the more as farther north you go, yeah. the audience really changes. Right when you're mm. when you're used to being where you're playing now, it's gonna be a little different crowd, right? Like you guys would do well if you were doing like southern rock and country music too, where you're playing, oh, which is so, a real yeah. popular Probably more music. Better. <laughs> Probably where you're at, right? Well, well, I think a lot of people though have told us they appreciate that we're different. Well, yeah, because they don't have it. Because right. yeah. there's probably a lot of people down there doing their doing the the acoustic singing. Right. You know, yeah. guy got his acoustic guitar and he's singing, right. or he's doing loopers now. That's a real big yeah. thing doing right. the, or the southern right. rock. Ooh, yeah. yeah, people are getting tired of it, and I think uh, I, I think the age of people that are going to bars, you know, we're in a good position doing '90s and 2000s where. You know, the people who are going to bars. And 30s, 40s. For the foreseeable future that are going to be going to bars, they're going to be people that, you know, either grew up or were teenagers when, you know, the songs that we play were were huge hits. And, I mean, they're, they're still huge hits. You know, it's all you hear on the certain rock stations. Oh, yeah. So, you know, we're, we're in a good position versus, I mean, I, mean I, I love it. I love the 80s bands. I have a buddy who played in a really big 80s band, and uh I think some of the crowds, you know, that go to bars for that, they're aging out of the bar scene, yeah. perhaps. Yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for coming down. We're out of yeah, time. I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah. it, man. It was, I guys appreciate were, you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you guys were cool, man. Yeah. yeah. I really, I'm, I'm gonna, like I said, when you guys are in Wadsworth area, I'll probably come over awesome. and check you out from awesome. there. And uh, in the meantime, we'll talk a little bit after here. Maybe we can get you – Couple places up north that yeah, would, get you in. Love it. Oh, that that love would be really it. cool. Yeah, hey, thanks for having us. Appreciate this. Yeah, thanks fun, for coming man. down. This is awesome. Yeah, this is appreciate fun. it. Nate, thanks for coming too, man. Nate. We didn't forget about you. Yeah. Thanks for <laughs> Thanks, everybody. All right, guys. That's it for us. We'll see you all next week. See ya. This has been Level Up Cleveland. There's a new episode every week. Available now on all streaming services. You can catch every episode of Level Up Cleveland on YouTube. Till next week, rock on. That'll be fine.